Welcome to Life Talks with Lauren. This podcast is all about having conversations around what's real for us and swapping shame and judgment for courage and connection. We'll cover topics like self-love, relationships, body image, mental health, and so much more. Think of it like getting together with one of your good friends and chatting about life. So grab your glass of wine, mug of tea, or your favorite drink, and let's get started. Hello, hello. Long time no talk. I am finally back after a long hiatus, which I know that I keep saying that I'm going to come back, but I mean it this time. I've just been going through some changes, and if you've been a long time listener, then you kind of know. I feel like my chair is creaking really loud. Hold on, let me adjust. Okay. So if you've been here since this podcast conception, then you've seen all the changes. It started out as the All or Something Living podcast, and that was a time when I had first gotten into life and health coaching. I was still living in Vegas, working full-time, and then trying to do this on the side, and then I quit my job, went back to school, was studying nutrition sciences, and actually a bulk of my episodes, um, I'm always so proud to say that I have like 140-something episodes, and a bulk of those episodes came from that time in my life, like... I don't know how I was so disciplined then. It's so crazy that like I'm the least busy I've ever been, but I'm not making time for this podcast. Maybe I just haven't made it a priority or I've been kind of lost on the direction to go. But I mean, I used to wake up at like 3 a.m., go to the gym, work for eight hours, come home, work on the business I was trying to start, made sure this podcast was out every week. I was really dedicated. So that was when it was the All or Something Living podcast. Then we moved here to Japan in 2021, and I changed it to the Body Acceptance Podcast, and I just felt that that had sort of limited what I could do and what I could talk about, and I was on my own journey of body acceptance and healing my relationship with food and exercise in my body for years, for like five years, and then moving here... I had gained like 30 pounds from, you know, 2020 and all that stuff. And so I was figuring out what it meant to live in a larger body. And then I just kind of, it all sorted itself out over time. And I feel like I'm in a really good place with that. And it's just not something that's top of mind. And I've noticed actually lately, the less I really think about it and talk about it, the less it really gets to me so that's kind of where I went with that and then I had stopped I left the coaching world and industry because it just started to feel too much like a religion or cult thing for me and I don't do well in those environments because I think my tendency is to be a perfectionist and to go all into something I think we kind of all do that right like something's new and exciting we dive into it But I can easily, I I am working on not doing this, but I can easily become manipulated or um, if something sounds good, I'll, you know, go all in for it. And so I'm trying to stay away from that type of thinking and go more toward the neutral side of life, the nuance, the complexity of what it means to be human and how it looks different for each and every one of us. And that's why I like just changing it to Life Talks with Lauren, which 
I don't know. I got really into podcasts back in 2016, and I felt like at that time there were less podcasts out there, so it was easier to find good ones. And lately I've just been really struggling to find podcasts that I resonate with, especially those in the self-help world or personal development. Even trying to find books is hard because everyone has this idea of what they think is like the right way to do something which I think is great. You know, you can sample all these different ideas and figure out what works for you. And that's really what I've done over the past few years is just seen different ways that people do things. I've tried it out for myself and I kind of have this combination of what works for me. But at the same time, I'm always open to learning new things and to changing something if I decide something's no longer working for me. And so I like the freedom of life talks with Lauren because really I can feature anything. I can have conversations with people in my life. I can talk about relationships. Um, I can, re- yeah, I can really do anything that I want. There is one big aspect of my life thing, something that has changed this year that I really am not talking about publicly. Maybe one day I will. Something I'm keeping more close to my chest and with my close friends that I trust. And that's really hard for me, actually, because I've always been such an open person, always kind of shared everything online even. And um, and this is something that I don't share with everybody. And it's kind of nice, you know, to have something to myself. But at the same time, I feel like I'm learning so much from it. And so I would love to be able to share what I've learned. Um, so like I said, maybe one day I will but it feels weird to not be sharing like a big chunk of what's been going on in my life lately on this podcast like this is kind of my journal in a way and like I said if you go back and like listen to the episodes over the years you'll hear how I've evolved and how my mindset has changed about things and so I like that I've kept the same podcast because you can see all the changes. Even if actually you go to my Instagram account, I don't delete things either. So you'll see the like evolution of from when I first started Instagram. You could see all my fitness pictures when I was obsessive about nutrition and, and bodybuilding and all that stuff. And then when I started to change that mindset and neutralize, um, actually I went the polar opposite way where I was very anti all of that stuff, because I had to heal. Um, and then now I'm just kind of in a in a neutral place. I think I'm just in a really healthy place in terms of like my mindset around just existing again as a human, like just going along for the journey, not expecting too much of myself. And I hope I could stay here for a while. So if you've listened to past episodes, especially from, well, only from this year, then you know that in January, I broke my ankle playing roller derby. And that really changed a lot of things for me for the better. And I know it's so weird to say because that was my biggest fear. I had never broken a bone before. My biggest fear in in joining roller derby was that I would get hurt. And of course, I'm the only person on the team in like the few years I've been there that has actually broken anything I almost like I feel like my fear manifested it like in a crazy way that like I I again I needed to experience what it was like to have my biggest fear realized and then understand that like I could actually thrive through that experience and I've proven so much to myself over the last few months 
I had gotten to a point where things were kind of stagnant and I don't do well with that. I, if I don't feel like I'm being challenged in relationships in life, if I feel bored, my mind becomes really destructive. And that's happened a few times since moving here to where I've struggled with depression and anxiety for my entire life, but they've been, they've hit hard a few times since moving to Japan And I've been put in positions where I felt like I couldn't get through it. Like I scared myself a little a few times, but I have this year just really proven to myself how resilient I am. And there's just something amazing about fighting against my body again since I was young and I started being teased for my weight and just like always noticing that I was a bigger girl, bigger than all the girls and you know, struggling with that and then getting to a place where I saw my body literally like break a bone and then put itself back together and just like in the background, like all I had to do was exist in my body just like healed itself. And it changed the way that I felt about my body, especially as I started going to physical therapy and challenging myself even more and and just seeing like, what my body was capable of doing I was like are you kidding me like I don't I don't know it's something I don't know if it's something that you have to experience to understand it I don't know that I would have understood it on this level if I hadn't experienced and that's why I think it was something really good that happened but my it's it sounds dramatic to say but my life has really changed since that incident And so now I, let's see, what else have I been up to? Um, So my husband had deployed, my husband Jason deployed from January to, he got home around June. So I had broken my ankle, gotten surgery three days later, and then he, or no, yeah, I broke my ankle, got surgery, and then three days later he deployed. So I was left on my own. Um, not really on my own because the whole team was just amazing and took really good care of me. But I essentially was like stuck at home, couldn't drive or do anything um, for six weeks. And during that time, I was surprised that I didn't lose my mind. Thankfully, I had school to keep me busy. And like I said, I had people coming over and taking care of me and you know going out and taking me to run errands as needed but it was just like it was really humbling and and it gave me perspective to see what it was like to live like that and then and just being so grateful that I could even just walk again or drive again or you know just like build up all the little things and now I'm back in the gym in better shape than I was to start with and I think again that's because I'm really taking advantage of the fact that like wow I have this body that can do all these amazing things and so I just really want to celebrate that every day in the gym I went this morning and I did um I did chest and back today but on the the days that I do chest and back I do active rest so instead of resting in between sets I am on the row machine So it's one of my most intense workouts of the week. And I just feel so strong and powerful when I'm in the gym. Like I've always loved the gym. I've always had this love for the weight room especially, but now it's like on 100. And then on Sunday, I finally went back to practice to roller derby 
um, for the first time. I went to one practice back in June, was it? No, July, when my son Jalen was visiting right after I got cleared to skate again. And I was really surprised because I thought that like I would be like a deer on ice again, like when I started. But I just started doing all the normal moves that I could do before my injury. And I was just, again, like, what the fuck? Like, my body is insane. How could I ever hate this body that does all these crazy things for me? So, so yeah, that's kind of been my life. Um, my husband came home from his deployment. And then, so we were obviously just like going on staycations and just enjoying time together. And then I graduated um, from SNHU with my bachelor's degree in creative writing and English. And that was also crazy because I started college when I was still active duty Air Force over 10 years ago because I, you know, was able to use benefits to like go to school for free while I was in. And that didn't dip into my GI Bill, if you know anything about that. But um, then I quit and then I like I just didn't know what I wanted to do and and. I wanted to study nutrition sciences for a while, and that's why I went to UNLV when we lived in Vegas. But then, um, I don't know, it just still didn't feel right. I just felt like the information was, it just wasn't my passion. And I'm very much driven by passion over money. That's like one major thing about me, the reason I even left the Air Force, because I, you know you have stability in the in the military you maybe you don't make a lot of money but the job that i was doing makes six figures on the outside so i could have gotten out and done that but i just would rather have something that lights me up and makes me happy because like i said because i struggle with depression i have to be really really aware of how the way that I set my life up is making me feel. And so that's like a blessing and a curse all at the same time because I'm not able to ignore myself or my needs. Otherwise, the depression will set in and then I'll literally feel like I want to die and it's just not a good, not a fun feeling. So like I said, I graduated. My son, he's actually my bonus son, um, from my marriage and he lived with us in Vegas for like from the time he was nine to 15. And then when we moved out here, we gave him the opportunity to either stay uh, or, you know, go back and live with his mom in the States or come with us to Japan. To my surprise, he chose to stay in the States because he's like really into anime and I knew he would love Japan. So he finally got to visit for the first time last month. And as I figured, he was in love with Japan. And he like just did not want to leave everything about just the like convenies, the convenience stores, all the cool stuff that they have here. Um, it just Japan just really is like a unique, magical place. I've noticed people either really love it here and especially in Okinawa or they hate it. And to me, I really love it. There are things that are different, like conveniences that I am used to having in the States, but I'm willing to trade off for I don't know it just feels really peaceful here so I had him here for a month like a month and a half and we got to go visit mainland for nine days which is a lot in mainland like just walking and the subways were so, it's just it was so hot and the subways were packed 
I got home last week and ended up sick for the whole week, which I think my body needed a break, but I'm glad that it waited until I was home and not while I was still out and going. But what was really nice about having him here is the fact that like raising a child is one of the hardest things that I've ever done. Jason and I have chosen to not have biological children. I was always on the fence. I'm more of an auntie type. I never really had that desire to have my own children. And so raising Jalen, I realized I'm like, you know, I'm really content with that experience. And I do have a son, essentially, like, so I don't really need to, you know, continue to have more like Jason and I are pretty much empty nesters in our early 30s. And but anyway, when he lived with us, when he first moved in with us, I think I was 25. And I really struggled in terms of even knowing how to raise another human being. And I realized there were a lot of wounds that I still had from like my original family and childhood and the way that I was raised and things. Again, never to put blame on the the people because we're all doing the best that we can with what we know. But it really caused me to act in ways sometimes that like I wasn't proud of. And it helped me understand when my parents did the same, like, like why it just your kids really hold up a mirror to you and force you to see things about yourself that like that are still kind of wounded and and broken in a way and so I wasn't always proud of the way that I parented him and more so like I get a temper from my dad and I'm very open with him about that I'm like dad where does our temper come from And that's something I've really worked on over the years is just being a more even person. I even noticed my dad's temper evened out as he got older. But I always made it a point to go back to Jalen and explain what I did wrong and why and like what I wanted to do better. Like I I was very much... there, There are so many ideas of how you should parent and every idea is different. And the way that I've always been with Jalen is just very, very open about everything. And I've received criticism about that from some people. And I just, I don't know any other way to do it. I never saw myself as like some authoritative figure over him. When I did, that's when the issues would come, like the power struggle of like, you should do this and think this way. And I just, it just never felt sat right with me like I always just wanted Jalen to show me and tell me who he was and really if anything I'm a guide and a mentor for him to figure out who he is and at least if anything he could have someone that he could talk to about anything because that's not always easy to come by and so that's how I always committed myself as a parent but I wasn't always available to him when he lived with us because as I said earlier I was really busy I was actually really stressed a lot of the time and just didn't have the capacity especially with me being an introvert I get drained really easily and sometimes he needed me in ways that I couldn't be available for him so even when he was here at first he was a little bit apprehensive of like he didn't want to bother me because that was always a big thing right like if I had my headphones on or like oh you don't talk to me in the morning blah 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 but I've changed and so we at first like when he was apprehensive we had to just tell him like hey Jalen like island Lauren is way different than Vegas Lauren and he started to realize that and realize that I'm a lot more approachable now and laid back and 
he was like, you seem so much happier. And I was, or I am like, I, I, I just felt safe to open up. I I'm learning lately to allow myself to be seen fully as in like, I used to wait until like Jason was out of the house or Jalen was not there to like dance and sing and like be fully expressive because it felt vulnerable to me to just like fully be myself, to have emotions, to cry, to do all of that. Just like sometimes I'd lash out if I was seen because I would be ashamed of like being seen in a vulnerable state. And I just allowed Jalen to like witness me at every, like when he was here, like if I was in a silly, goofy mood, like being like that or the days that I would like I was sick for a few days and he saw that and there were a few days I was crying or like I was upset and crying and like I allowed him to see that and talk to him about that. And I don't know, I think that the people in our lives really appreciate when we are willing to show those sides of ourselves because it gives them permission to do the same with us. So when I lived with my parents, I didn't have the best relationship with my mom. I always like to tell the story that I moved out like literally like the day after graduation because I my I was at like we were at someone's graduation party. I don't know whose, but my mom, I told my mom I was going out and she was like, oh, I want you home by like midnight or whatever. She, tr- she tried to give me a curfew and I was like, what? I'm graduated from high school and I'm 18. You're not going to give me a curfew. And she was like, well, as long as you're living under my roof. And so I was like, well, I'm moving out. And I literally went home, packed up my stuff and moved in with a friend that I worked with and like never went back. I ended up getting an apartment with my sister's boyfriend at the time, which I know sounds really weird, but it, it genuinely wasn't. We were like really good friends. I was a really shitty ass roommate, by the way. Um, But I got an apartment with him and then I just was like, I'm not going anywhere with my life. I think it was like a year after graduation. I had been working at Petco still, partying every night, going to work hungover. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? And I felt like there was really no other way except to join the military. And so I really left and like, didn't come back other than to visit and so when I do visit now it's really special like my mom makes it really special for me she's like very present for me if I like want her to cook me something like she'll do anything that I want and I really wanted that for Jalen I didn't want him to have any stress while he was here to worry about like anything like there was one night he was like I really want ice cream. And I was like, okay, let's go. (laughs) Let's go to Baskin Robbins right now. Or we'd be at the store and he would be like, oh, I can't decide between these two. And I'd be like, get them both. And it's just really nice to be in that position, I think, again, like as a parent and to have that relationship to where there, it doesn't have to be like, there's no nagging, like all the heavy stuff that you deal with when you guys live together is gone and now you can just really focus on your relationship with that person so that was my favorite part of him being here i know people keep asking me how it went and it's just another one of those things that are hard to describe because it just it all meant so much to me before he came i really set my intentions of like who i wanted to be while he was here 
especially because again, I don't really like to share my space as an introvert. So I was like so excited even when Jason deployed, everyone's like, aren't you going to be so sad? And I was like, no, I love living alone. And I did, but I hit a point probably four or five months into his him being gone that I was like, okay, I'm so over this. And I was so lonely that it was like starting to drive me crazy. And I went the opposite way. And then um, I even said during that time, I'm like, Jason's going to come home and then Jalen's going to be here. It's going to be a full house. I'm going to be sharing one bathroom with two boys, two grown men. And um, I told myself, like, if I complain about like them being around, I need to remember this moment when I feel when I felt severely lonely. Oh, my throat is like being weird right now. So I feel like my voice is kind of going out if you are hearing that a little bit that's what it is I think I'm still just at getting over like the tail end of being sick but yeah so th that's really been the highlights lately um, where I'm focusing now is after Jalen left I came home and really wanted to just dive back into having a routine again I took a few months off like I said especially with graduating and stuff I just really wanted to celebrate and just exist for a while and then I was like, okay, I'm ready to really get back into things. But then, like I said, I got really sick last week and couldn't even really move until Friday. And so now I'm just easing into it. Like I said, I can get overwhelmed easily and become a perfectionist. And I, I, I'm in a unique position in my life right now where I don't have to have an official job. And I really can just focus on what lights me up and what I feel passionate about and just working on those things. And so I'm, that's why I said I'm diving back into this podcast. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I've been doing style content and I want to get more into that. Um, the dilemma with that is that I really like to style myself and I know what my style is and I know how to dress my body type. But a lot of people see that and think that like I can style them. And I really wish that I could. I mean, maybe I could, I haven't really tried. But then I have people asking me to like take them shopping or like be their online shopper or um, help them curate their closet and all that. And it sounds fun sometimes, but then sometimes it sounds overwhelming because like what if they hate it? <laughs> but also I'm like, is that something I really want to do? Or am I more interested in just like finding cute things that I like and then sharing them and allowing people if they feel inspired to like buy the items that I share? So more, I guess, of like an influencer kind of vibe. So I don't know exactly where I'm going with that, but I've been experimenting with reels lately and I can't get myself to stop shopping. So um, I just, yeah, put together outfits. I, I love just playing dress up. Like I swear every weekend I just go into my little beauty room and just start putting combinations together, which is again, like being in a unique position, even where this is the first time I've been able to afford like clothes and stuff that I like because I don't really have any other bills and stuff and um everyone always thinks that Jason's paying for everything but he's not I have my own way of generating income um so I I do pay for everything um not that it's anyone's business but still I'm not just like draining his 
bank account or whatever. I'm not that kind of wifey. I've always paid my own bills and stuff. That's always been important to me. Um, so I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now, but I know some people get curious about that. So yeah, so I'll be working on the podcast, style content, getting back into roller derby, and then really using my degree and, and practicing riding. I am working on right now, um, beginning the process of, of potentially writing another nonfiction book. So I wrote my first and self-published my first one before I had gotten my degree back in, I think 2021, um, called Body Acceptance. And I'm really proud of the book. I don't talk about it a lot because first of all, it's very short. It's like an hour long read. Um, but also I wrote it before, like, it's not, if you're expecting it to be like a super polished professional book, I don't think it's that. I mean, it's, I I think it's well done, but if I were to write and when I write another book, it's going to be a lot more, um, polished, probably longer. And then I'll actually have more of like formal training in writing. I always just had a passion for writing. And the reason I even pursued my degree in creative writing was because I wrote and self-published that book and I thought, oh my gosh, I can do that. Like, I just am somebody who loves to observe the world around me, observe the way people are, the way that I am, and then talk about it. Talk about it, write about it, whatever. So the more I can be doing that through this podcast and through my writing, that's what really lights me up. So I'm working on brainstorming a concept for a book. Um, not going to talk details about that just yet. And then I was thinking just for fun of starting a, a fiction steer- series about modern dating, especially because there are so many horror stories on this island with like all the military men and the crazy shit that they do. And, you know, there's a lot of them like lying about be- not being married and and the poor single women here have to go through so much. So I I don't know. I kind of want to gather people's stories. So if you have a story you want to share with me of something that happened in the past or current or a friend or uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we should only share our, well, I guess not. If I'm turning it into fiction, I'm only going to take inspiration anyway. So if you have interesting things to tell me, come slide into my DMs on Instagram and let me know. But um, yeah, so as far as where the podcast is going, I'm wondering, because this would be a whole like other thing, I'm just starting small for now and doing audio as I've always done, but is video something that you want? Like if I were to record videos of me talking and then uploading them on YouTube, would you watch them or are you good with audio? Let me know that as well. I am also going to have... Jason on here maybe once a month once every two months or whatever because we love to have conversations about um, relationships and stuff and he does offer really helpful insight into you know what it's like to be a man and what their thought process is and stuff like that so if you're again like dating a man or um, you want to understand their brains a little bit more I don't know I just think it's fun to have different perspectives so I'll probably even bring friends on here to talk about topics because sometimes it gets old with just me talking to myself and it is helpful to have other perspectives and stuff involved and it also like 
inspires me or prompts me whatever to talk about things that maybe I wouldn't normally talk about. So if you want to keep in touch with me between episodes, like I keep saying, follow me on Instagram. I can't remember if the intro and outro to this podcast is accurate or if it's still my old last name, but my Instagram handle is at Lauren M. Kendrick. It's not Lauren M. Kepler anymore. So Lauren M. Kendrick Um, If you want more in-depth things about me, the best way to keep in touch with me or like hear about my life is going to be through this podcast, especially if you're like a long distance friend of mine or maybe you're in Okinawa and we're not friends yet, but you want to get to know me or then, you know, you can listen to this and we have things to talk about in person or whatever. Because if you are trying to make be friends with me here in Okinawa just know that I can be really awkward at first (laughs) especially if I like see you in public and you're like oh hey I'm so and so like I follow you on Instagram I might just be like really like oh like (laughs) I'm I am like I I have social anxiety and I like I am someone who needs to warm up to people and if you catch me off guard out in public I will especially be really weird because I'm always like in my own world and in my own head. So when people pull me out of that, it like takes me a minute to warm up. So just like know that about me, that that like when you get to know me, this how I talk on here is like really who I am. But I have to get over those barriers of like social anxiety and nervousness and whatever. If you have that or you experience it, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And like if you're the same way, I'll be totally understanding So if you like hear stuff, like I said, that prompts something you want to talk about with me, slide into my DMs or whatever. You can send me voice notes. You can do whatever. Um, If you ask me for on a coffee date or something, again, it's probably going to take me forever to commit to making plans because I just get so anxious. I am most comfortable with like, I don't know, like having people over to my house for a glass of wine or something um, or coffee or whatever, just like having an icebreaker or something. That's why I think most of my friends come from roller derby because you're kind of forced to make friends with the people you skate with all the time. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling, but next week I'm going to read the short story that I wrote as my final project for my degree. So it's a story I wrote about a girl named Jazz who is navigating the dating world after a long-term breakup, it was like her only relationship, and then weight gain and seeing the difference in how she's treated after gaining weight. So I really enjoyed writing the story and I want to share it because it's like the longest story I've ever written. It's 15 or so pages, I forget exactly how many, but I just really enjoyed that. So I would love to share it with you and just hear your thoughts on like if you think I should keep writing stories like that. That I guess will give me an idea of whether people are interested in hearing me write fictional stories about modern dating or whatever. Um, So listen to it next week and let me know what you think. Or if you think like Lauren, just don't, you know, don't ever, (laughs) don't stop writing, (laughs) stop writing fiction. Maybe nonfiction is more of your forte, whatever. Um, But I would just love to hear your thoughts on that because I haven't shared it much since I wrote it, but I definitely want to put it more out in the world because it's, I think one of the pieces of writing I've done that I'm most proud of. So anyway, I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening and bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to share it with a friend or leave a five-star review wherever you listen. Have an idea you want to pitch or just feel like chatting with me about the episode? Come find me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kendrick. Can't wait to hear from you.